0: Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. Brothers and sisters, you just witnessed a miracle. Kujo can't sing to save his life. I'm not joking. He can't sing. So you have no idea what a miracle this is. There are a few of us who can't sing to save our lives. He's the captain of that band. Amen. <laughs> but just because you can't sing doesn't mean you can't write. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. That was a beautiful song. Wow. Wow. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful Sunday morning. We thank you for the privilege of gathering together at your feet as a family to hear from you and to experience each other. Holy Spirit, may you speak to our hearts. May you answer questions where we have them. (laughs) May you give us answers we didn't even know we needed. May we live better than we came in. Be glorified, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So yesterday we had a leaders and volunteers uh, meeting. Uh, It was a retreat. It was beautiful. Amen. And as part of that, we went through the ACC Constitution. We didn't get into the appendices because that would have taken the whole day. But to give a sense of, why we are here, and what we are about as a church. Amen. And at some point in that meeting, I had to share what the vision and mission of this church is. And as I was praying about what to share with us today, I just felt that it's important I reiterate what we shared yesterday. If you have your Bibles with me, Please turn to Psalm 68. Psalm 68. Verse 6. And we are just reading the A part. So sometimes when you see a Bible quotation, you will see A or B or C. uh, And that means that Maybe it's a, it's a long quote, but you just want to reference maybe the first sentence or the second sentence or the third sentence of that verse. So this is just the A. Psalm 68, verse 6a. It says, God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. Amen. It says, God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. Hallelujah. This is a perfect summation of what this church is about. First and foremost, this verse begins with the word God. God places the lonely in families. Amen. If you find a church where God is missing, you've just joined a social club. (laughs) If you go to church and your biggest impression after the service wasn't that God was there or that the Holy Spirit was present and rather you were impressed by how eloquent or how intelligent somebody was or how brilliant a choir was or how funny somebody was, uh, the church has failed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It is Christ alone, God alone, amen. God places the lonely in families. This church is about God. Uh, For those of us who grew up in Africa, you probably, if you're like me, you're probably used to some very dramatic expressions of faith. People rolling on the floor, screaming, screaming, People shouting, giving prophecies. People screaming and gyrating whilst they pray. And if you are not careful, you tend to think this is how God manifests himself. But sometimes he's actually in the still small voice. Amen. Sometimes he wants us to be still and know he is God. I don't mind when people shout as long as they are not shouting into my ears. It's okay for people to dance. It doesn't mean God is not with them. Amen. But whatever the experience is, the single most important thing, whether you're shouting or you're quiet, dancing or standing still, is that it truly has to be about God. Amen. I'm sharing these with you because, these, these uh, thoughts with you, because as a member of this church, whether you just joined us or, have been with us from the beginning, it helps to remember why we are here. First and foremost, it is about our Heavenly Father. Amen. The second part of this statement is that he places the lonely in families. Maybe you are here and you don't think you are lonely. <laughs> you don't think you are lonely. Uh, don't worry, I'm not the first person to not think you are lonely. When Adam was in the garden, busy naming the animals and going about his daily chores, he didn't realize he was lonely. <laughs> God looked at him and said, it is not good for the man to be alone. Amen. The man had never complained about loneliness. But God thought, oh, he could do with some company. Amen. When he took the concept of loneliness... There are a number of variations. The most lonely people on earth are those who are disconnected from their heavenly father. They have no personal relationship with their heavenly father. And we pray and hope that Accra Community Church stays a church where when those who don't know Jesus as Lord and personal savior come in, they will discover him. Amen. Because ultimately, this is the purpose of church that he will place the lonely, those disconnected, like the prodigal son, out there doing their own thing and struggling, and finally discovering that somebody still calls them son, somebody still calls them daughter, and he's willing to receive them with open arms. We pray that the lonely, those disconnected from their heavenly father will find him here. And then you have those who are lonely because they are heartbroken, was very active in some church, and then for some reason, now they don't fit anymore. The doctrine shifted from Christ to some (laughs) superman or superwoman And so they became a misfit in the church they had been a part of. And so now they are lonely and they are looking for a new family. Some of us here at some point in our lives were churchless. And God planted us here in this family. Amen. And then you have those who just by geography... Their assignment takes them to another part of the world, to another city, to another country. And so they are disconnected from what they used to call family. And they are here. Amen. God places the lonely in families. Amen. Our name is Akra Community Church. And uh, of those three words, the most important is actually not church. Or Accra, but community, amen. Community. We strive to be a family. There's no family without issues. You know, well, uh, well, I haven't found a family that has no issues. Some families are better at concealing them, <laughs> but every family has its own issues, amen. But we have to remember that this is a family that is God's design. And he's the father of this family. Amen. And as long as we seek his will, it doesn't matter what happens, we'll resolve them. Amen. But this is family. Sometimes people come in quietly and sneak out quietly. They don't interact. Sometimes I understand that They probably used to be very active in some church and things went haywire and they want to be part of the fellowship but they also don't want to commit too much. The beautiful thing about this family, this particular church, it's not a big church, but by God's awesome grace, it is full of amazing people. Amen. It is truly full of amazing people. So, don't be shy. Talk to somebody you've never talked to before. Make friends. God placed you in this family for a reason. There's no point being part of a family and not connecting to the family. You miss out. You miss out. Amen. Amen. He places, God places the lonely in families. Every Sunday we announce if anybody feels harassed, whether it is physically harassed, sexually harassed, whatever, any form of harassment draw attention to it and we'll address it because we are aware that unfortunately unfortunately, there's a lot of sexual harassment and other forms of harassment that happens in many, many churches and that will always displease our father Amen So if at any moment you ever feel uncomfortable with how somebody approaches you how they talk to you let us know we are very, very committed as a family to make sure that those things don't take root here. You, know, you can't prevent a bird from flying over your head. <laughs> you know, you can't. It's, you know, Birds can fly over your head. But to allow one to build a nest on your head, <laughs> that's a whole other level. And unfortunately, when a church tries to conceal sin that's what happens. It becomes a festering ground for all sorts of evil. And we are strongly against that. Amen. The other thing about this family is that we are very multicultural. <laughs> we come from all sorts of backgrounds. You know, and we are cross-generational. You know, Some of you are headed where others have been. And God intentionally places you all in the same family, you know. So you can learn from their wisdom. God places the lonely in families. The next sentence says, he sets the prisoners free, amen. This is very, very prophetic. When Jesus went to the temple and he asked for the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, and he took it. The Bible says he, he scrolled the scroll to the part where the prophet Isaiah said, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Jesus at that moment was reading his manifesto. If if he was a politician, He was reading his manifesto. He was telling them what he was about. And hopefully if they vote for him as president, this is what he will do for them. (laughs) So he scrolls and he says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to set captives free and to heal the brokenhearted. Amen. God is still in the business of setting captives free. Amen. There are certain addictions no counseling can break. No anonymous group They they probably might help you manage it. But to uproot it, only Christ can. Amen. And that's why it's important that the church is fervent in spirit. Amen. We have to be a church that prays. Because people come in looking all beautiful. They look perfect. But the father who decided to place them in this family knows what help they need. Amen. And as a church, we truly have to be an environment where when captives come in, they are set free. Amen see, the purpose of this faith is not that people will be holy and then they come to Christ, but rather that people will come as they are. Amen. You come as you are. Come as you are. And he makes you into who he is. Amen. He sets the captive free. When a person is in physical shackles, when somebody is in handcuffs, it is obvious to see that they are shackled. When a person is behind bars, you can tell that's a prisoner. But unfortunately, the biggest, most dangerous shackles are not physical. They tend to be mental. They tend to be spiritual. And when the Bible talks about spiritual warfare, you'll notice that about 80 to 90% of spiritual warfare actually happens in your head. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold and to the casting down of every imagination and every thought. What do you believe about yourself? I remember the day I I, in a meeting I told Mamiesi and a few other people that when I was growing up, I thought I had a very big nose. This is my nose. You know, and I actually thought I had a very big nose because they used to tease me that I had a big nose. And that day, she would look at my nose, she would look at my nose, and she would laugh. She would laugh. She, she was laughing because she was looking at my nose. Probably comparing it to Akrobeto's nose. Acrobatus is a Ghanaian actor. He, he has a big nose. But my point is, I had believed a lie. Amen. Many of us have believed lies. I'm not beautiful. Nobody will marry me. I'm never going to make it. I'll stay broke. Ah. In fact, sometimes we even own certain conditions. Oh, my depression. I've noticed it comes. Oh, my. my. There are so many lies we have believed. So many lies. And they impede what God wants to do in us and through us. belief systems. He sets the captives free. How does he do it? Join a Bible study. Let's dig into his word. And gradually you realize that your biases start falling away. Sometimes the biases are racial. You know, think, oh, these people are a particular way. Where, where, where did you learn that from? Children don't think like that. So when did you start thinking like that? You believed a lie. Oh, women are like this. Men are like this. So you read the Bible and it tells you in Christ Jesus, there's neither male nor female. There's neither Jew nor Gentile. There's neither bond nor free. We are all one. You read it in theory, but do you believe it? Amen. Whatever captivity we bring into this family, may our Father, who is well and able, set us free. Amen. 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 The final part says, and he gives them joy. Hallelujah. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. Amen. Church is not supposed to be depressing. Church is not supposed to steal your joy. If you leave a church and you are more worried about the devil and how the devil wants to destroy you and how there are some witches in your family and there are some wizards and you see a demon in everything, you are not in a healthy church. Amen. I'm not saying we don't have enemies. But we are hidden in Christ in God. Amen. Amen. We are hidden in Christ, in God. He says he set watchmen upon our walls. Amen. He says he knows the thoughts he has towards us. They are thoughts of good, not evil. To give us a future and a hope. Amen. it gives them joy. Christianity is not supposed to leave you depressed and you, know, you walk through this life and <laughs> it, that's depressing. There is a certain kind of Christianity that has no it's, it's, it appears pious. No, you practice your penance here, you do that here, and you just live on crumbs and <laughs> no. This is a family. A joyful family. Amen. A family where Okay, so it helps to understand that Christianity is an adoption program. If you read the book of Romans, you are just studying adoption. A shorter version of the book of Romans is the book of Ephesians. And the book of Ephesians makes some basic arguments. The apostle Paul writes, To the church in Ephesus. And he makes some really fundamental arguments. And he says that. God. Sacrificed his son. For us. So that. We can be adopted into his family. And as part of that program. That adoption program. God who had only one son. Now has many children. So God. Has benefited from the adoption program. And then we, on the other hand, who were lost and going to hell and hopeless and aimless, have been adopted into the family of the King of Kings. So we've also benefited, amen. So we are co-beneficiaries of this adoption program. And then he goes on and teaches that, as proof of our gratitude for our adoption, we are supposed to live a particular way, amen. We are supposed to live to show that we truly are now part of God's family. So when you read his commands to husbands and wives in chapter 5 when he says both of you, husband and wife, submit to one another. And then he says for the woman's submission means this and for the man's submission means this. And then he talks about parents and children. and Oh! Of those things that Apostle Paul writes about is how do we live in this family? Amen. I hope that you remember this scripture anytime you pray for a community church. God places the lonely in families. Amen. He sets the captives free and gives them joy. Amen. As a church, we have a system where if anything is going wrong, don't hesitate to speak to us. As most of you probably have observed, we are an egalitarian church. We believe that positions are for work and not to lord over people. So most of us here are just brother, sister. We don't have any special seats for anybody. Uh, Most of the time, you can't tell who is a pastor and who is not. You know, because we want the focus to be on Christ. Amen. Nobody wears a, a special attire. Some of us love wearing these because then you don't have to iron. <laughs> you know, but we are family. Amen. Amen. I want us to bow down our heads in prayer. I want you to pray for the church. Pray that as a church we'll be effective in our mission. Amen. Pray for the Holy Spirit's leading and guidance, for the leadership of the church. Pray that His will will always be done in this family. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness this morning. We thank you for your goodness, your love. We come before you as your church. And we say, Lord, may your will be done. May your will be done. May you meet each and every one of your children at their point of need. Show them your salvation. Let your grace abound towards them. We thank you, Father, for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.